Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me again. Today, I got a question. Uh, I thought this was a really good question. I said, I, I am compelled, compelled to answer this question. It is from, I'm going to so screw up the name here, Anchor Wani. Ankur Wani. A N K U R. Wani, W-A-N-I, Ankur Wani. He says, respected sir, ooh, how formal. He says, daily I see your videos on YouTube for sales practice. I have one question which I really need the answer to. The question is a little lengthy, but I hope you will understand and answer this. It will be of great help to me. That's what they all say, Ankur. Anyway, the question is, If I am selling, this falls under the category of B2B complex sale. If I am selling a complex, let's say an IT product to an organization, and I encounter a question from the customer, which is beyond my technical knowledge, and in parentheses he says, consider that I have done enough research about the product, but still, I am unable to answer it at that point. What would be the rest, rest reply to give my customer? Waiting for your kind response and core. In other words, you're in a meeting, technical questions asked, no matter how much you're prepared, there's always that one question you can't answer. What do you do and core? All right, so I'm going to give you a couple of options, and let's talk about this one a little bit, because I've been in this situation, and I think there's a right and wrong way to handle it. I'm obviously going to talk only talk about the right way of doing it. Now, when you can't answer a question, the first thing you do after you get you got to tap out. By tap out, I mean you got to admit that you don't know the answer. Do not listen to me. Do not try to wing it. In other words, pretend that you know or try to give some fancy answer. If you don't know, you say you don't know. Now, so what you could do is option number one, you say, Mr. Customer, you know, I don't know the answer to that, but I'll go ahead and write it down and I will get back to you. That's option number one. The problem with that option is that you may lose momentum in the meeting. You know, the meeting's going good, but then you can't answer that one question. And that may be an important question that's just lingering there. And again, once they leave the room, they're not going to think about you. So we really want to be able to answer that question in the room. That's the ideal situation. But let's say you can't. So you have to write it down, right? But here's another option that I think is just a little better and more insightful. What you want to do is option number two. Same thing. I don't know. Let me go ahead and write this down. But then you're going to dig in there a little further, Ankur. You're going to say, but may I ask you a question? You're asking me about this particular feature or functionality. You know, is that important to you? Now, the reason you're asking that is that you want to know, is this something that they're just asking or is this something that's critical? In other words, you're asking, is this important to you? Now, let's assume that they say yes. Well, no, let's assume they say no. If they say no, then you know it's not that important. You know, you can keep the momentum going. The person said no, everybody heard it. It's not that important. I thought I'd just ask. But if it is something important, which most likely it will be, if it's something important, you say, is this important to you? They're going to say, yeah, that's something we use. Well, can you explain a little bit more 
about why that feature or that functionality is really important to your business and your success. Now, what you're doing is now you're taking control. Remember, somebody asked you a question. You didn't know the answer. So at that very moment, you've lost a little bit of control, Encore. So what you want to do is shift the control back to your side by asking a follow-up question. If it is important, tell me why. Walk me through why this feature is important, because I want to understand, Mr. Customer, why you're asking me that question. Now, what may happen is that this may open up a conversation. And sometimes you may find that you already have that functionality. Maybe they're just asking it a different way. Or you may find out more about what they really want. So in other words, by asking, tell me more about why you want that feature or why it's important, you may find out that that's one of those features they really want and it's really important, so they want you to get back to them. Now again, this will give you more insight. But again, what we're trying to do is categorize, is the question a want or is that question a need? In other words, when they're asking you, do you have this, and you don't have the answer, is it something they want, or is it something they need, it's a must-have? In other words, a want, eh, it's great if you have it, but if you don't have it, that's fine. But a need is a must-have. That's a deal-breaker you need to know. So one of, the way, one of the reasons you're asking the, why is this important to you, is to find out whether it's a want or a need. Now, having said that, Again, option one, let me repeat. You say, I don't know. You write it down and you say, I'll get back to you. Again, you lose momentum. Option two, which is the preferred option, is you want to say, I don't know. I can get back to you, but let me ask you a question, Mr. Customer. How important is that feature to you and can you explain why if it is? And again, you dig and you find out if it's a want or need. But here's some other strategies you may be able to utilize during the meeting. I don't know, Encore, if this is a 10-minute meeting or a two-hour meeting. Right? If it's a long meeting and you're going to take a break, what I would do is I would text somebody back at the company at headquarters and ask them the question. In other words, I would contact tech support right away. I hope that you have somebody there with you. If you have somebody there with you, you can tell that person, hey, why don't you go ahead and call the office? I want this question answered. And Mr. Customer, I'll continue on with the presentation. As soon as we get the answer, we'll stop the meeting and we'll answer that question for you. This way, you're still doing it right there and then, and you keep the momentum going. Now, let's assume that it's a very short meeting and you don't have time to call tech support. Well, what you're gonna do is, again, you're gonna ask the clarifying questions. How important is this to you? They're gonna say, it's very important. Well, great, let's say his name is John, and you say, John, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go ahead, I'm gonna write this question down, I'm gonna get the full answer for you. Now that I understand why you need to know this, what is the best email for me to reach you at? What's your email, what's your number? Or better yet, can I have your business card? Now, what's great about this is that this gives you an excuse to call John back after the meeting. And maybe after you call him back, after you got the answer, say, John, I'm calling you with your answer. You get him on the phone, you have a nice conversation. But maybe also you'll be able to ask John, what did you think of our meeting? What was said after I left? And you may be, may be able to get some great feedback. So again, there's so many ways that you can utilize this I don't know to your advantage. Want to find out more information, how important are these features, but also, to follow up with them. In other words, you'll be able to follow up with the customer with the answer, and it always it's always good to have an excuse to go back and talk to your customer. So again, 
Remember, if you don't know, say you don't know. Get the answer to them as quickly as possible. Also, find out, is it a need or is it a want? And don't be afraid to ask them for their email, business card, phone number, so you can get back to them and have a great conversation after the fact. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Encore, thank you very much for the question. For all of you, please don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. You know the deal. Check out my Sales Mastery Academy US website. We got courses. We got videos. If you want to be successful in selling, you need to check this platform out. SalesMasteryAcademy.us. That's SalesMasteryAcademy.us. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you... Selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.